0: Hi, I'm Ashley, and you are listening and watching Confidence in Coffee. What if I was to tell you that you can find confidence despite any of your circumstances, good or bad? I'm going to help you navigate the waters of womanhood, whatever season that is in. Whether it's marriage, singleness, or you're drowning in children, I'm going to help you find confidence and hope through Christ. I'm going to leave you with plenty of encouragement and practical tips to overcome those limiting beliefs so you can live a life well. Plus, (laughs) you know we're going to find a few laughs along the way. So grab your favorite cup of coffee and join me as we chat confidence and coffee. Hi, 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 hi. Welcome back to Confidence and Coffee. I'm so glad that you're back. So I get asked this question a lot on social media and it is, where do I start? How do I start studying and reading the Bible? Because it can be intimidating. I get it. And it's taken me years to get where I'm at. And even now, as I continue to read through the Bible, I still always learn something new. And so so it's so beautiful how it's written. But I do have five resources to help you study the Bible for beginners. And so... The first thing that you want to do when you are ready to study the Bible, which we all should be, right, is I recommend a really, really good study. And there's so many good ones out there. Beginner, I would want you to get like a really, really basic one. So one that contains notes and maps, commentaries, charts, pictures, cross references, in addition to scripture. Okay. So I have one that we actually did for our marriage, our wedding, where people left like little notes and stuff. And study Bibles can also help you answer many of the questions that arise when you read the Bible. For example, if you're reading Deuteronomy 32:15 and can't figure out what or who Ron is, we all know how I am with names. The notes at the bottom of that page of the study Bible. We'll be able to tell you, by the way, okay, that just run is simply another name for the Israelites, just to to run. So that's a Bible that I I definitely recommend that you start with. And there's a lot of them on Amazon. And one of my favorite Bibles, it doesn't necessarily have, it has notes and has devotionals inside of it. It has just like some guides. I'm trying to pull it up, but I don't have it, is my she reads truth bible and i love like i love a good flop you know what i'm saying like i don't i never loved a good stiff bible i don't like to take that to church i love to take my bible to church i personally love to read in the bible like and highlight stuff it makes me more challenged it holds me more accountable than having a, it on my phone though the phone app is great the bible app is great but i love to just i love old old school right And so a really another great study Bible besides She Reads Truth is Crossways ESV study Bible, and it contains a lot of good information. The one I personally own is from Amazon. That's where I got my Bible. The Crossway study Bible collaborates with authors, publishers, uh, preachers. And so, you know, they always have a beautiful cover design. Uh, My husband has one, actually, and he always gives it to the guys that are also getting started in the Bible. So I definitely recommend that. Um, And number two, a few good commentaries. So the commentaries can help with interpretations. And so commentaries are similar to study Bibles and have notes on each passage, passage in the Bible. However, there is a difference between commentaries and study Bibles. While the notes in study Bibles tend to be more informative, The notes and commentaries typically contain more interpretation and application. This means that they heavily reflect the author's personal viewpoints. This isn't a bad thing per se, but it is something to watch. I suggest using multiple commentaries so that you get range of views, different perspectives, and then can interact with various interpretations as you come across. Remember that while commentaries are excellent resources, they do so reflect the opinions of flawed humans. Okay. So be compassionate and pathetic, and just kind of keep that in mind. Take everything with a grain of salt. If you're new to reading the Bible, I don't want you to worry because you'll be able to do this better as time goes. We've all been there and just don't give up. Just continue to take time and Look at it as a beautiful, beautiful journey, not necessarily like a checklist or something you have to do. Just get started and Jesus will lead you along the way. Another good resource is a Bible dictionary. I didn't even know these things existed, but with commentaries, a study Bible, a great addition to if you're genuinely like wanting to study and understand the word of God is a bible dictionary and bible dictionaries are great for looking up words that you may not be familiar with it's like a regular dictionary but specifically geared towards the information in the bible usually bible dictionaries contain more than just the definition of the word it gives a detailed explanation so that you fully understand what it means Okay. And then the fourth one is multiple Bible translations. I love this. This is where the Bible app really comes into play. I suggest that you look at different translations. I think it's really, really great, especially when you're reading a difficult passage. Let's say you're reading a passage in the NIV that you don't quite understand. Uh, the Message Bible is really great to help you kind of break that down and translate it. What it means it gives you different angles Some translations will opt for certain words, while others choose a different word. Just different words, same meaning. It's okay. This depends on whether or not the translation is for word for word, more of a paraphrase, or if it's thought for thought. So you can read more on um, personally using the English Standard Version. Again, my Bible is from She Reads Truth, and it is NIV. And I, and I understand it, but sometimes I'll go on my Bible app and I will read something in the message. And it's the message personally in the American English Standard Version is what I have my kids read. And so definitely look those up, Christian Standard Bible. So if you want to look at multiple translations, the Bible Gateway is a good resource as well. It's a database filled with many different Bible Verses versions in different languages. I use it when I want to look up a verse. It'll have every different like translation, like uh, every different like English or like a different language. It's really it's really neat. And then number five, of course, a notebook and a pen. And you can find so many cute notebooks on Amazon. I have a I have like a thing of journals that are filled out like this. I, I keep them because they're special to me for whatever reason. But I think in the back of my mind, I'm like, my husband's going to read these at my funeral one day, like a memoir. I don't know. Maybe not. He can't, he probably doesn't even understand my handwriting because it's terrible, but it's just for me. So it's not meant to be pretty. Some people like to actually write in their Bible. So if you're really artsy, You can like draw in your Bible. You can, you know, paint in your Bible. I know people that do that so beautifully. You could do it in your journal, but me, I just talking to God or writing to myself. It's pretty messy. So notebook and pens, highlighters is where you can write down the questions. You can write down what you gained, your perspective, a vision, a revelation, record notes and ideas. It's great having a designated notebook for your Bible specifically because you can always look back at it when you're done and use it for reference or simply see how far you've come. You can use it to share like with somebody else. If you wrote something down and you're like, oh my gosh, I need to bring this back up. I've done that in lives and events where it's like, oh, I wrote that down this morning. Let me get my journal out. And if God is asking you to share that with somebody else. And so you can find many many journals on Amazon. I just have a plain journal that has little Bible verses at the bottom, but another good one is Peter popper Press dot Matrix Notebook, and it's pretty affordable and the paper quality is excellent. And you can also find really pretty pens and highlighters on Amazon too. And I'll drop some pens, Bibles, notebooks, study Bibles. I will drop those in the show notes so you can just click them and go get them. And I do receive a commission off of those if it's on Amazon. So I just want to let you guys know that I do receive a little bit of a commission on that. So I hope this was helpful. It's a little short and a little bit simple, but necessary. If you found this helpful, if you're like, I definitely needed this, I need some resources, then share it on social media. I want to see who's listening. I want to see who is connecting with the podcast and of course, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. Okay? I love you guys and I will see you next Tuesday on Confidence and Coffee.